Hi, I'm Thomas. Welcome to the Parachute Advice Podcast. My life has taken a lot of twists and turns, and on this podcast, I will dive into those experiences. The goal is to help everyone listening learn from my experiences and hopefully avoid some of the mistakes I've made. Welcome to today's episode of the Parachute Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas. We've been discussing dieting and weight loss for a while now, and I've only briefly touched on one of the hardest parts, how to navigate holidays and special occasions. Everything I plan to discuss is how I did it. At no time am I saying it's the best approach or the only approach. It's the one I used for the last two years, and it worked for me. First off, don't let one day away from your plan derail everything you've been working on. As I mentioned in episode one, that mindset is what destroyed all of my progress I made back in 2016. The first time I tried to lose weight, I let one wedding weekend justify quitting my diet even after I had dropped 40 pounds successfully. This set me back years in my journey, all because of one weekend. And to be honest, it wasn't even a weekend, but one night that derailed months of work. The accepted view is that every pound gained or lost is driven by either an excess or deficit of 3,500 calories. So think about that. When you're worrying about the holiday, you would need to eat 3,500 more calories than your base metabolic rate to gain a pound from that one day. Is this possible? Absolutely. But even if you did, you have only stepped back one pound on your path to your final weight. I'm confident with little to no effort I could consume in excess of that for a holiday or special occasion. God knows I still love to eat good food from time to time. But if I do, I just get back on track the next day. It shouldn't have any lasting impact on my weight loss or weight maintenance journey. Think about your diet like a journey and sometimes you backtrack to get to your ultimate destination. I highly recommend that you plan and then plan some more. Do you get to bring food items to the event? Then find low calorie and healthy options to bring. Are you the host? Great then plan out every item to fit your plan. Use the recipe feature in MyFitnessPal or find recipes online that have nutritional information. Are you going to a restaurant? Then review the menu in advance. I will often go as far as to pre-enter everything I plan to order when I get there and in the amounts I plan to eat, even if the plate has more food on it, eat what you planned or adjust the quantities you entered. Either way you do it, plan and then plan some more. This is especially good advice for the early part of this process. Then there's the last option and the one I've used three times in the past two years. I look at my daily calorie goal and I enter a number to push me to either 3,500 for the day or my daily total plus 30%, depending on what I plan to consume. I'll give you an example from just a few weeks ago. I was headed to a friend's for a weekend and we were both big foodies and we love to cook and eat. On top of that, we love craft beer. So I simply entered in my fitness pal, 3,500 calories for the day, and then I just ate and drank. Several big revelations happened. I really can't eat as much as I used to without feeling terrible. Second, I instinctively limit portions and calories now. And finally, and most importantly, it didn't ruin my diet. You heard me right. It didn't ruin my diet. After the weekend, did I gain weight? Yes. Was it temporary? Absolutely. My weight jumped initially and then sat above where I had been for most of the week and finally ended back where I started the Saturday before. Does it suck you lost a week? Yes. Does it matter? No. I've been on this journey for 82 weeks now 
and I lost 1% of my time invested and got right back on track. You know the most important thing I learned? First, you can enjoy time with friends and not have your diet plan ruin it, and getting back on track is easy. My only rule I try to follow is to limit events like that to as few as possible. Do that every month or even every other month, and I think it will slow down the progress drastically. I also think it makes the idea of quitting the diet a little too easy. So like I said, limit this, but you don't have to cut it out. But I've always been the person who wants to do things the hard way. I have always had the view if I can do something in two ways, one easy and one challenging, I choose the challenging option. It's just me. Everyone has to pick their course. As I've said before, the whole point of this show is to share what I've learned to get me where I am. And that is it. A couple of things I tend to do leading up to an event or after is I will watch my calories a little tighter. I may even count my free items to know where I'm at and if I've been targeting eating 12 to 1400 calories a day, I might push to keep that around 1200 leading up to and after the big event. I tend to look at calories on a weekly basis. What do I mean by this? Every Sunday is my reset. From Sunday through Saturday, what is my total calories and did I fall above or below where I needed to be to lose weight? Here's the best part. If you only do a special occasion, one or two days in a week, you will likely fall below your calorie goal for the week. In the past two years, I've only fallen at or above my calorie goal for the week three times. One of those, I was significantly above, and that was a vacation that included stopping at four iconic restaurants and several historic breweries. That said, I didn't let it derail me. The first day back from vacation, I was right back on my plan. I will say holidays, especially around Christmas and New Year's, can be tricky. If you are like my family, there's a good chance you celebrate with food. We tend to celebrate both days of each holiday. That makes those two weeks a tough window to navigate. I will say I got lucky this past year in that it's the first Christmas and New Year's of my diet plan and they fell during COVID. So my options were fairly limited with everything being shut down. That said, I did not let the diet ruin the events or the events ruin my diet. I watched what I ate, I logged everything, and I owned what I consumed. My goal through the holidays was to hold my weight stable, and I did. After the holidays, I just went back to what I had been doing for the past year. The best part of having done this for over a year and seeing the success is knowing that the plan works. Something that I found that was interesting is how good I feel eating whole foods. This is especially true when I'm eating low fat and low calories. When I deviate drastically for even a day or two, I start to feel terrible. It's almost like a hangover after a heavy night of drinking. It has really shocked me how well my body does when you feed it right. One of my favorite podcasts is The American Glutton, hosted by Ethan Suplee. He always compares food to fuel and how your car wouldn't run if you put the wrong fuel type in. For example, you can't run a gas car on diesel or vice versa. This is how your body feels when you put the wrong fuel in. Again, I've mentioned it before. I would highly recommend checking out his show. It's been so informative to me throughout this journey. I hope this has given you some insights into how to handle holidays and special occasions. I'll remind everyone that no matter what happens, one day off plan will not ruin your overall success. It's just another step in the journey. 
another thing to overcome. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to you joining me for future episodes of the Parachute Advice Podcast. You can contact me at parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at parachuteadvice. Thank you for listening, and please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.